Thank you for joining. Yes, my book's out. With the Peter Rabbit hole. 15 seconds of relaxation before loud talking. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Katie. Hi, I'm Annika. And you've reached the Peter Rabbit Hole. An hour-long podcast we'll spend discussing a five to six-minute story. What are we reading this week, Annika? This week we're reading Dream Dog by Lou Berger and David Catrow. I hope it's Catrow. It, it might be it, Catrow? Catrow? Oh. I think it's Catrow. You know, at some point we might be big enough that we actually have to know these things. But, but it's not, not yet. <laughs> And, oh, Dream Dogs came out in 2013. Oh, fairly recent. Ooh. I mean, yes. Not but most like, recent. It is older than Avery. Yes. Time goes fast. Weird. Right. All right. Fun facts. Yes. Did you know that Lou Berger is a 10-time Emmy Award winner? I had no idea. And the reason that is, is that he's the former head writer of Sesame Street. Ah. And was one of the two writers that launched Reading Rainbow. Everything becomes clear. Suddenly Lou Berger is a very important person in our lives. Yes. Thank you, Lou Berger, for being a human who did the things you did. Right? Wow. Thank you so much. He was born in 1950. He also wrote the lyrics for The Street I Live On. Which, I don't know, but I know it's really well known. Yeah. This is like one of four books he's written. Huh. And two of them are like standard Sesame Street filler. And so it's this one and The Elephant Wish. David Catrow. 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 Hard to know. David. David. Uh, born in 1952. Okay. So slightly younger in Spryer. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, doesn't Who knows? necessarily no. Spryer. Lives in Springfield, Ohio. Okay. And has written, not written, excuse me, illustrated 70 plus children books. That's a lot of illustrating. My guess is it's less than 75 or it would have been 75 yeah. plus. That's still a lot of children's books. I haven't heard of any of them. Like, Uh, I scanned the list and none of them rang a bell. I mean, there's a lot of kids' books out there. And they don't all happen to, like, I feel like they get very localized. Yeah. You know, like, they'll do really well in Ohio, perhaps, and they just won't make it to, like, it really depends on who's buying at your library and who's buying at your local bookstore. And who's buying at our local bookstore has definitely a weird sense of humor (laughs) and therefore has had a big influence on the books I buy for Avery. Yeah. This is clearly his style. Yeah, this is is the way he draws. Yes. Because if just glancing through the book covers, I could have believed it was all one giant series. He's also a political cartoonist. Okay. And... Oh, that makes sense in the people drawings. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, yeah, they have that personality. Yeah. He also did visual development for Horton Hears a Who and Despicable Me. Which is funny because I wouldn't say any of those have this style, but clearly... But there's there's so many layers that happen before any of those movies get 
absolutely made, and it can be in like we liked that shape of a person you made or, and like super went with it with like six other illustrators oh, yeah. but like you started with like this man is triangle shaped and we liked that or the layering of the world um, yeah despicable me have you seen it i have not pretty good yeah that's what i hear I just yeah like the whole it. series very yeah. solid but like a lot of the decor in his house mm-hmm. knowing that i can kind of see some parallels uh, to here so interesting could have been that yeah he has written like three books it's the max spaniels which i have missed out on but like that yeah. doesn't mean a whole lot because <laughs> wow there's a lot of kids books i haven't read he seemed to have done them after us ah yeah, that it, makes sense. I, I think we were probably being like a local cartoonist and did yeah. some and now has really doing a bunch. Yeah. He's visited a hundred schools to make an appearance. That's great. Right? Love that. Those were my fun facts. They're oh. less fun and more just facts. Very impressive. Yes. Like these are two gentlemen with quite the resume. Yeah. Synopsis. Please. Dream Dog is a very relatable story, I think, about a small boy named Harry who really wants a dog. His dad has a very distressed nose for reasons, because <laughs> he works at the pepper factory. Um, and so they can't have a dog because a dog would just be too much for his nose to deal with, which, you know, fair. So he, he gets him a chameleon instead. The chameleon is not a hit. Mm-mm. And so Harry uses his cool helmet to imagine himself a dog. And the dog is named Waffle, and Waffle is excellent. Yes. Um, but then there's a twist. Harry's father is fired from the pepper factory, <laughs> which is not the distressing time that you think it might be, because he very quickly gets a job at the ping pong warehouse. Like we do in literature. And... Anyways, so at the ping pong factory, his nose is no longer distressed, and so he decides to get Harry a real dog. Um, but then... The real dog can't see Waffle, and this is a problem. And then they sort of make friends, and then Waffle goes off into the sky. And I was a little bit sad, honestly, about it. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm that kid. But it... it, Like, it was love. It's got great... We'll talk about more about the feelings and things. But, like, wow. I I feel sad. But it's fine. And then uh, Harry and his dad and his dog seem to live happily. Who knows how the end. Yeah. yeah. Here we are. Um, we snuggle up with a book. Yes. And the art is. Oh, no. Oh, shelving notes. Shelving notes. Yes. Our new section. Shelving. I mean, we've been doing it. Yeah. But we've shelved this under dogs. Fiction. fiction imagination. Fiction, fiction. Fathers and sons. Fiction. I think that's yeah. true. And really, we've been laughing at some of the more obscure shelving <laughs> notes. This one's just yeah. really good and solid. Yeah. And, and, like, it's just as zany a book as any of the other ones, but the shelving notes somehow make it seem more reasonable. <laughs> I think, at its core, it's a pretty... It's a pretty standard story. Yeah. Kid wants a dog, imaginary friend, dad's trying to do the best he can. And yeah. it's, it's very, like, simple and wholesome. Yes. But, man, is the book not so simple. <laughs> And not unwholesome, but but it's a tad, it's a bit of a weird time. Yes. All right. Ooh. Art synopsis. synopsis. The book says gouache, pencil, and ink. 
I believe that. On my own take, this book is nothing but texture and layers. There's so much texture. Texture. To the point, I would almost say the book lacks a touch of visual focus. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much. There is so much going it. on. The first page, mm-hmm. there's a coffee table, but the coffee table has monster feet. Yes. That has been well and the, shaded. And the drawer pull can can look a little bit like an eyeball uh, Yep, to go with the monster feet. It's definitely there if you want it. Yeah. And even the plant on top feels like it maybe would eat you when yeah. you weren't looking. Also, I want to know what the toy he's playing with is. It's a robot with a brain. And a drill? Right? Like, what's going on? I think this is a great example. The page is in no way about the toy. No. But boy, there's a lot going on with that toy. Yes. (laughs) A little bit more to the overall art style. Lots of penciling, which I love, but like big on the paint too. That was a really bad description. Yeah, there's a lot there's a lot of pencil shading, but a lot of like gouache wash and like big color stuff. And it's truly about everything has texture. If it's a yeah. random lamp, we've drawn three different types of squiggly lines on it. Everything has texture and everything is cross-hatched and everything has a shadow. Yeah, there's no like this is not one of those books where you've got like your tight color palette and only the things that are important have a color or only the things that are important have details or any of that. A gentle this wash is, and yeah. things fade off. No. no, absolutely not. We will detail all the things. Every page is a full page, yeah. full scene. Well, there's a couple of pages that have like a little montage, like about the lizard. That is um, true. But still, but those each... are also extremely detailed and could be a full page each. They would just need a little bit more background yeah. stuff happening. Or just make it bigger. Yeah. There's a lot. And there's a lot to look at inside of each picture. Like I went back and looked at all the toys in his room and like what they're doing in each of the pages. Cause they like fall down and stuff happens to them. This is a, a book I randomly picked up for Avery. They may have offered me a free book and now the five I went, sure, that's a kid's book, good. After many years of reading it, each time I read it, I feel like I notice some new little thing in the art. Yeah, it's got a lot happening, which I think is pretty great. Yeah. Also, yeah. Generally, I like it other than occasionally it can be a bit distracting when reading it. Yes. But good times if you are perhaps a small person who is having this read to you. I also think this is possibly a really great book that if you're not a reader yet to go back and just look at it once. Yes. Cause the pictures also do a great job of letting you know what's happening. All right. The, I think our hardest thing will be not talking about all the details on every page. Don't worry, Katie, this will be a very long episode as we talk about all the details on every page. Yep. That's where we're headed. It sure is. Buckle on up. Alrighty. Because I want to talk about this band's nose medicine. (laughs) It's going to be hard figuring out because I clearly don't photograph the entire book. Yeah. Nobody actually wants that and it seems questionable. Yeah. It will be hard picking which page. Yes. The spotlight. All right. So 
A book I know really well, one of Avery's, and a first read for Annika. I read it to my cat. He was unimpressed with the dog content. It, it, it is a book about dogs. Also with the fact that he wasn't getting dinner and instead was getting a storybook. Mm. Oh, I guess I'm like, why didn't you feed him and then read him a story? Like, he would not have paid attention. No. <laughs> no, he would not. Uh, so. Yes. Uh, here we are with the monster table and the weird brain robot and the dad who's got uh, Sneeze X. And Zip and Dry. Zip Drip. Zip Drip. And the spikiest crunched up <laughs> tissues ever. Yes. And we meet Harry. Yes. The a, little boy. A small boy with... Just a weird shaped head. And hair, what I enjoy is him and dad both have some very s straight but vertical hair. Yeah. But it's going off in two different directions. But like, they're definitely related. Oh, yes. But not in that like... It's a small or big version of this. Yeah. Like, we haven't drawn Harry and then made a big version for dad. No. No, we no. obviously have like mom's shape of head, which... Mom's, no moms. No mom. Never mentioned. It's very much Harry and his dad. Yeah. And it's unclear whether it's like mom is just not important to the story or there is no mom. I think. I think there is no mom. I think so. But like it's not a it's not part of it's not something we're exploring. The combination of Harry wanted a dog, but his father. Yeah. Later on, his father gets yeah, him. No, back. and like dad's the only. We talked to dad a medium amount, and like he's the he's the only parent. Yeah, who I think appears. this is a solo parent household, which is cool. Yeah, Harry wanted a dog. No, no, more than that, he wanted a dog, and I really just have always enjoyed that wording because, and the way it's bolded, bigger. Because any, it's one of those great times where like. Kids don't always have the vocabulary for their emotions. Yeah. And when it's like, I want a dog. No, no, no. I, I want a dog. And you just yeah, pack all that in there. And I think yeah. they do a good job. Yes. So his father can't have a dog. Too irritated. So his dad gets him a lizard. That changes color. Not a chameleon that changes color. No. Well, a I mean, lizard. I think... lizard. He's got some pretty... Chameleon properties. He's also almost as large as Harry. Yes. And the lizard is not acceptable as a dog replacement. But what I appreciate is it's Harry tried to like yes. it. Yes. It's not like we threw a big fit and we. Absolutely not. We attempted. I do really like the image of the lizard who is turning into the carpet same colors as the carpet and try eyeballing that fly <laughs> and it's not just like a blue carpet no it's like a purple checkered with flowers <laughs> and there's those flowers right on that lizard <laughs> this is an extremely good at camouflage lizard the chameleon only moved twice a day he blended in it's just not a fun yeah. dog but a woman is about to roll over him with a shopping cart and I have two thoughts. I have a number of thoughts, yes. All right, well, I'll share. I'll go with one and then you get to go. Why is she taking the shopping cart home? We are clearly yes. on the sidewalk. We are not at the store. No. That's yes, that's one of my questions. Unacceptable. Yeah. All right. Take, what other question do you have about this section? Uh, well, it's just that it says that the lizard turned as gray as the sidewalk and it was almost crushed, but this lizard is like full stripes. And not just like. 
stripes. No, but like, like blue and red and yellow stripes. Like a giant rubber ball. Yes. How does she not see him? Well, she seems to be a little bit distracted. She's got her Walkman or iPad. It might be an iPad. Or it's iPod. circle. Yeah. I think it's an iPod going. And she's got her drink and she's got her glasses on and she's like zoning out. She's 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 going. What does she have in her shopping cart? Well, she's got cola and like a giant bag of dog food. It's the only thing I can think of that's that large in a shopping bag. Yeah. Or a shopping cart. Like a bag of flour. One or a drink. It might be a can of beans. I'm just saying this is quite yeah, it's a it's a surprising number. It's a surprising variety of things to have in your shopping cart that you're stealing from the grocery store. And also, shocked this grocery store hasn't invested in locking wheels. She strikes me as someone that often steals her shopping <laughs> cart. And like they make buggies, yeah, like the little the the, the granny carts, boxes. yeah, to put your groceries in. I've never lived anywhere that those are used I've i have visited i have places. owned a number of granny carts so a little cart i mean i moved on to the backpack i really liked the backpack for the grocery moving more than anything but that that's, feels that's more me. your speed yeah, yeah. anyways um <laughs> harry tried to like the lizard and he sort of did he just didn't love, love it. the lizard but his friend Matilda Gold <laughs> looked at it once and loved it deeply, which I also really love. I love that yes. this small child was like, oh, I love this lizard. And, and that Harry was like, you know what? I don't love this lizard. Do you want this lizard? And I like that his dad presumably the, was cool with yeah, it. Yeah, that, that there was no like parental, parental outrage on either side. Right. It seems to have been an easy transaction. Yeah. And you can see her standing in the bathroom <laughs> with this again thing that seems large enough to eat the children yes and she's just so pleased so pleased i have some questions about this bathroom this bathroom i like can't imagine why i mean i really enjoy the octopus sailor art on yes. the wall that's great but then like why is there a fishing rod coming out from the behind the shower curtain why, why is, there is there a sailboat in, in the, the toilet, toilet? Yeah. Why has she taken her shoes off to go up the step stool? Eh, the, I'm going to chalk that one actually up to standard weird kid behavior. <laughs> Probably she ran inside. Mom yelled at her. Not supposed to have shoes on. And you just take it off wherever you are. Well, no, that'll come on the next page. I have feelings about shoes. Oh, mm, I'm excited. I like her little outfit with yes. the purple and the plaid pockets. She's just yeah. so sweet. Yeah. I'm sorry. This lizard could not be any more horrifying in this I picture. I love him. I love him in this picture. He's so great. His eyeballs are way too big. He also looks so different in yes. so many pictures. He's like three different kinds of lizards. Absolutely. <laughs> Shape-changing lizard. I think if Avery brought this home, this thing home, I'd be like, absolutely not. <laughs> Make it go away. I will have nightmares for weeks. Yeah. And this is possibly my favorite intro to a page, possibly ever. One dogless day, he had an idea. <laughs> it's just such as the way kids think about things. Yeah. Completely unrelated. There'll be days and they would be like, can we go to the pool? I'm like, no, we can't go to the pool. It's February. They're closed. Da, da. And then like two hours later, you're like, what you up to, Avery? Well, I'm not at the pool. 
moved on. I made a reasonable argument. We, nope. Nope. So, like, of course. A dog, dog was dead. Day. Well, he has an idea. He uses the X-35 infrarocket imagination helmet. Which, which he made out of an old football helmet with lots of silvery aluminum foil that sticks up. It's exactly like bolts of lightning. And doesn't mention the the, the winder? The spool? Yes, that like came off of a fishing reel, maybe? maybe. And there's bobbles? There's a, there's a lot of bobbles. But what I love is you can see where he taped the aluminum foil. Yes. <laughs> okay. Large baseball helmet. Or football. football. Uh, the sports ball. <laughs> Not it's our a, strong suit. <laughs> no. It's a standard trope in kids' books. Yeah. Why are there all these gigantic-sized football helmets hanging out? Is it Dad? Do they only come in one size? I mean, I don't know. You are asking the wrong I'm just, person. Yes. <laughs> As a non-sports ball kid, I'm like, I don't get it. I don't, yeah. No, I, I mean, no. this is definitely a second-hand sports ball helmet. Oh, yeah. Possibly, but because he wanted to make yes. an imagination helmet. Possibly it just came from the second-hand store to be an imagination helmet. God, he's got so much random bullshit in this room. Yes, I love it. I particularly like the unicycle that is significantly too large for him. Also, just like how big his room is for him. He's so little. Eight. That he has built his own like mega Lego, Legos. Yeah. Stuff. I, part of me actually really enjoys this. I mean, I, I yes, I just yeah. like it. But there's that moment of sometimes kids, little kids will have queen size beds. And you're yeah. like, why? And when you forget sometimes... How small children are and how much they have to climb of things. Yes. That while he is, it's not proper scale. It gives you the absolute it's, right feeling. Yes. I really like his uh, dinosaur lamp <laughs> with additional pterodactyl doing some sort of like magical summoning <laughs> on the top of the lamp. Because he's got a giant shadow. Yeah. That see, in any other book would be what this picture was about. It's not. No. Nope. It's about the horrifying dog cloud. God, just the most disturbing dog cloud of things. Yeah, I don't love the dog cloud. No, I always hate it every time. Because he's imagining a dog into existence. But he's imagining the bits. <laughs> the eyes are sideways, but the nose is right side up. Uh, like the eyelashes the... are wrong. Oh. And the there's only one... Ear, or there's possibly three. Hard to tell. Hard to know for sure. I, yeah, distressing I dog don't cloud. I like it at all. <laughs> Why couldn't it have been like small or wispy? No, no. It's like it's bubbling out of a cauldron. Yes. Do not like it. He's imagining it. Obviously, he and I imagine things differently. Also, what is this cowboy hedgehog up on the dresser? I love him. <laughs> Whoever he is. I also really like the uh, stegosaurus on the bed because he looks so surprised. Yes, when he looks up. Wait, stegosaurus or brontosaurus? Uh, Tall one. Tall, long neck guy. Brontosaurus. Brontosaurus? I feel less and less confident the more times you ask me. Back into dinosaur knowledge. 
Also not a strong suit. No, I was never one. Of, I was never a dinosaur kid. Me neither. This is my thing. But uh, then, here comes the dog. Waffle. Also, a dog that looked like all the dogs that Harry had ever dreamed. This is the most frou frou dog. <laughs> like, it's it's a very fancy dog. It's got it's definitely part poodle. The, oh, like seriously groomed poodle. Yes, like the because the tail's just a big um, cumulonimbus cloud. Yeah. But like, it's a more straight-haired chest. <laughs> I don't. I was surprised that this was the dog that we've always it's dreamed a, it's of. It's a fancy dog. It's a very it's fancy a good dog. Fancy dog. Okay, but why is Harry wearing his shoes on his bed inside his house? He's wearing his shoes. He sure is. Yep, there it they are. It makes me unhappy. He just keeps doing it, too. Like, the whole way through the book, he wears shoes inside his bed. It, it just they, they just wear shoes all through the house, and some people are shoes on in but the house why people. Would, why would you want your feet to be in prison in your own home? So, Daniel, as a child, kept knocking his toes on... Door frames, and his mom was like, "Well, if you wore shoes, it wouldn't be a problem." We were a big shoes on in the household too, but I'm like, my mom would have never encouraged us to wear shoes inside the house. It just happened. No, we were definitely a shoes off house. No, everybody shoes off. You come to visit, shoes off. You get home from school, there like there was all the shoes yep. go in the shoe closet because it's where the shoes go. Why would you want your shoes on? Shoes are terrible. No, we were a shoes on house but i was a big bare feet kid so i think it's just one of those like if your shoes on it doesn't strike you that maybe you should never ever put your shoes on your bed it's just it's touched so many things outside actually where i grew up was not a big shoes off thing it wasn't yeah. until I, I think it's if you live someplace with real winter well yeah because that becomes, becomes, you, you certainly take your shoes off in the winter right but i both were Daniel and I did. There weren't real winters, so you never like really needed to take your shoes off. Mm. And with it, we've become a shoes off house, and I could never go back. No. Right. Regardless. Yes. <laughs> Waffle. Waffle. Waffle is here. Waffle is very fancy. So fancy. And they do a lot of running <laughs> up and down the stairs. Past a really excellent portrait of someone. Good mustache. Excellent mustache. And then we run all around the park. Oh, the little look of joy on his funny little face. So happy. That small boy. So I'm surprised that we're still wearing the helmet. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it was so exciting that the dog was here that we forgot to take our helmet off. And now we're at the park and we don't want to leave it behind. So we're just going to keep wearing the helmet. I keep accidentally calling this book The Cloud Dog. Yeah. Because the it never says it, but it's clearly drawn from clouds. Yes. Uh, Waffle is very cloud related, especially in this, like, we're running through the park at sunset and all the clouds are pink and Waffle is pink. and Not to mention his little tail poof just yes. blends in with the other clouds. Yeah. There's such, they're just such lovely moments of, joy yeah like you can feel how happy this kid is about yes. his dog the only thing i'm a little surprised by when waffle's sleeping in the bed we're not like all snuggled up we're sharing 
I'm just saying, like, I was just expecting a little, like, cozy sleep pile. <laughs> and when Harry went for a ride in his father's car, Waffle was there, too. Open the window, Dad. Waffle likes to stick his head out and smell everything. Oh, oh. said his father. <laughs> this is another page of there's so much happening in what it could be a fairly throwaway page. Yeah. Waffle's just... Having a great old time. Uh, Harry is very small to be sitting in the front seat of a car. Uh, that is a valid point. Also, I feel concern for the small dog on the scooter... Who's riding in a purse? That's just like flying in the wind. Yes. This is not good dog no. road safety. No, but he... He does have a helmet, which I appreciate. And seems quite pleased. Yeah, he's having he, a great time. He's having a good, good but time. But like, he should be a little bit more firmly attached to someone. At least in a backpack opposed to a <laughs> shoulder strap. Right, or like in a little basket. What I enjoy is... Dad is driving, and he's looking through the rearview mirror, and I can't tell, is he trying to look for waffles? Is he... Worried about the dog on the scooter? Or is he worried the woman on the scooter is judging him for the imaginary dog out the window? Yeah, it's hard to... I, I have a hard time reading the dad. I think it's intentional. Yes. All through this, Dad does a great job of towing the line between not bursting his kid's dreams... But, but not, not like in super encouraging them. Yes. Which I think a lot of times in storybooks make for lame parents. But also correct parents. I, maybe I'm sticking them up. But there's times like you want to be real careful about how much you dig into something. Yeah. yeah. It's encouraging your kid's imagination but keeping them grounded so that when reality smacks them in the face it's not too hard. Yeah. Is a tricky, tricky line to toe. Yeah. It's <laughs> a very good page here in the bath. In this pool sized bathtub. It's so big. Where there's a shark also. Yeah. And the frog with the. Wait. Oh. See, I never <laughs> even the saw snorkel. the frog. Who is about the same size as Harry. Yeah. How old do you think Harry is? Seven? Six? Six? I feel like Harry goes to school. I feel like Harry goes to school, but, like, he is so little. He's so little. And Matilda, like, still uses a two-tier step. Maybe they're fine, but, like, he goes to the park alone. Um, now, I would like to point out the two gentlemen that wrote these books are the age of our parents and might have some more... Yeah, but like even, older ideas. Of even children. though I absolutely went to the park alone and I went to my friends' houses alone, but I didn't start doing that until I was about seven. I'd say seven or eight was when I started like going to the park all just on my own, or like going to a friend's house to see if they were home. I can't tell you because I, I lived on a dead end mm -hmm. street. There was nothing around us. I just always. Yeah. Whereas I was on a, I was on a yeah. fairly busy like through street. If I didn't come home, there was one of two directions I would be in. Yeah. And typically, given the same group of kids I always hung out, there was one direction I was most likely. Yeah. So, 
I don't yeah. know. I just always did and remembered. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah, no, I think I was probably about six, six or seven. Okay. So we, we have a We're bath sometimes. Uh, Waffles seems to be trying to eat soap and looks a little bit guilty about it. <laughs> or he's, I don't know, I feel like he's in trouble and therefore he's eating the soap. Also possible. Right. So many options. Oh, because he's got fleas. <laughs> the fleas like the feel <laughs> of dad's brush on them. I, again, dad. They're, he's just like, oh, oh. okay. <laughs> And then we see Matilda and her lizard again. Who's on the piece of blue construction paper. See, Matilda has this figured out. You don't let the lizard blend into stuff by right. just, like, giving him something bright to sit on. Easily identifiable. Yeah. Here's like my cool hair. lizard. I like her Who house. has changed shape again. Yes. Really not a consistently shaped lizard at all. No, the fact that the imaginary dog has more straight <laughs> barriers and it could honestly be a new reptile creature. Reptile? Yeah. yeah. Every page. Yeah. I wonder if that was intentional or just having some fun. I think it, it might be partially having some fun. You could also, if you wanted to go, you know, deeper <laughs> that's what we're here for um you could read it as like this is this is harry's story right like this is from harry's point of view all right so it's harry's point of view okay. that's why the world is so big around him oh yes and like harry loves this imaginary dog and so the imaginary dog that harry has imagined is always very looks defined. like waffle who looks right. like the dog that harry has imagined harry doesn't really care about the lizard and so the lizard appears as like, it's lizard shaped. Who cares? It's just a lizard. Right. Also why it's a lizard and not a chameleon. Yeah. I, I like, I like that. Is, is my, the, it, it, you know, it's one way to read it. Yes. No, no, no. I'm, I'm with you. Cool. I'll accept yeah. it. I do enjoy his response to Matilda's just like, you know, you have an imaginary pet. Yeah. And she's like, no one can see him. And he's just like, I can't see Galileo, which the is lizard. the lizard. And her response is like, it's his natural, natural protection. So does waffles. <laughs> and there's just a great, like, where the like, yeah, not take it laying down there, Henry. And then they go off. Wearing the helmet again. Yep. Do we need, here is what I want. Right. Do, Do we, we need... need the helmet to see waffles? Or do we just love our helmet? I think helmet? we just enjoy wearing our helmet because we don't need it in the bathtub. That's true. Or when we're sleeping. Yeah. I think we just enjoy wearing our cool helmet. He seems like a kid that's like into making a cool helmet. Yes. Then there's the pepper factory incident. <laughs> Which is in the shape of a giant pepper grinder. Yes. But strangely... We can see the pepper factory through the window. But, you know, it might be sort of suggestive. Maybe that's like the actual pepper that. mill, oh. if you would. And this is like the office building where you do the management of the pepper. Yeah. Henry's dad does not exactly strike me as a line worker. No. No, he's middle management. Oh, I was going to guess accountant. Ah, that works too. Yeah. Yeah, he does, a, he does a real big sneeze during a very important meeting. 
And it blew six pencils, two cups of coffee, nine donuts, and 247 paper clips off the table. Yep. And also blew Mr. Thistle around 53 times in his executive leather swivel chair. And to be fair, the picture does depict that level of carnage. Yes. Mr. Thristle is shocked and appalled. I kept being slightly confused because his tie is up over his face and there's a donut on his ear. <laughs> but the way his eye and the tie was, I kept being like, is that his nose? Like, ah. Have we sneezed so hard we would just deform this <laughs> poor man? <laughs> it was a big sneeze. It was a big sneeze. And, and uh, Harry's dad is asked to please leave the pepper factory forever. I think... Henry Sad's got a real chance at an unlawful firing. I think so, too. But it works out for Harry. Oh, one last question. What kind of meeting were they in that they needed 247 paper clips? Well, maybe they were just on the table. Still. In a little bucket. 247 paper clips is not that many paper clips. Like a gross of paper clips is only like... A box, I mean, sort of. Depends on the size of the paper. Well, box. yeah, but, but it feels like we're like in an executive lunchroom. It, That's yes, the part that it's not like we're in like an office. Yeah, I also I find it surprising that we only see Harry's father and Mister Thristle in this meeting. Like, presumably, if there are, um, well, I mean, maybe they just bought a dozen donuts for the two of them but like seems excessive yeah like if it's a very important important meeting should other people not also be present yeah like we need shareholders right like there's someone to have been i mean obviously this man is upset that he's covered in donuts and coffee and paper clips but like it feels more like he was fired because it was embarrassing that he sneezed in an important meeting than that he like ruined a suit yeah, I, I agree. So, Also, it's clearly his workplace's fault. Yes. There is pepper in the air. Yeah. Or, I was going to say, could I guess, could be coffee particles, but I feel like pepper is pepper. just yeah. floating through the air. Also, possibly some workman's comp for, like, making this man sneeze constantly right? forever. <laughs> to the point where his child could not have a dog. Yes. Harry's father gets a job. Another job, one week later, at the local ping pong ball warehouse. Which he apparently brings his work home, because there's in ping his pong. briefcase. Just bouncing Just ping up. pong balls in the briefcase. What does he do? <laughs> that he <laughs> needs to put ping pong balls in his briefcase? Uh, he does a grown-up job that's work. This is like the most kid depiction of yeah. dad's job ever. He goes to work where with, there's work, with, with a briefcase, because it's his job. And you bring the work in your briefcase. Yep. And the work is ping pong balls, so there's the ping pong balls. Possibly this is also why the pepper mill, the pepper factory looks like a pepper mill. In our brains. Oh, because this is all Henry's world. Possibly. Mm, Harry's world. How many times did I (laughs) Dang it. I'll just say that out all the times I was dumb. (laughs) And then he walks past the take me home animal shelter. And he didn't sneeze. I love that it's a shelter and not a pet shop. Yes. But what horrifying concoction of animals do we have in this place? There's a monstrous eye. I want to know what the eyeball belongs to because I thought it was the tentacles. But the tentacles is actually a very large snake with a tiny 
head. It was real cute. Uh, yeah, I want to know what, what belongs to the eldritch eyeball. And we just have an octopus in a very too small fishbowl. Fish yeah. Also, that Dalmatian is bothersome. The Dalmatian seems to be wearing lipstick and has... A very deformed head. Oh, his... Yeah, it's... it's His face is... The face is not so good on that no. Dalmatian. <laughs> they say it's like one of the, like worst inbred breeds there yes. is so tricky to tricky to raise tricky to deal with tricky all around apparently only so bright yeah uh, maybe we're having a little social commentary in this Perhaps we have encountered a badly behaved dalmatian and we have a feeling about it also is that a hamster crying yes <laughs> oh man way to play the sympathy card there yeah it's no wonder that looking <laughs> at the pet shop window that the big brown lump of a dog was the winner. I mean, the little black one's cute, too. I know, but he's like a Scotty. And it's just not like the kind of dog no. you think of for a yeah. little boy. No, this, the, That's a the retiree bra the brown, dog. The brown lumpy dog is dog-shaped. Oh, yeah. It's shaped like a dog. <laughs> just not like Waffle. No. Well, Waffle is a very... Waffle's a fancy dog. And this dog is... Just a dog. Not a fancy dog. This dog is named Dog, possibly. <laughs> I mean, he's not, but like... This is what I want in a dog. Yeah. We're a big family of, you know, uh, strangely adopting mutts and purebred huskies. <laughs> you know, for variety. Sure. But I love just a dog. And then the dog seems to perhaps uh, destroy the room. Mm, yeah. Because it's a has... lot more distraught than it used to be. Like the pterodactyl who was doing the summoning on the lamp is on the floor and now smaller too and maybe a little bit smaller and like all the 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 lego bricks to get up to the bed are all smashed our unicycles toppled there's a uh, weird purple the brontosaurus thing. is upside down under the whatever that is oh i think oh it's a dump truck yeah 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 um and harry is under the dog the trophy is for fifth place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, and the cowboy woodchuck thing is also toppled on top of the dresser. Still looking. Oh, oh, there he is. Yeah. Just, again, Just feet. there's so much happening in these pictures. Yeah. New dog is so pleased. And jumps all over him. Yeah. Just... And he's like, oh boy. And Waffles is like, oh, goodness. How ill-mannered. <laughs> he even has his front little paws crossed. Yeah. Abby used to do that. It's so good. <laughs> and then Harry now has two dogs. Yeah. And he tries to introduce them. But the new dog can't see Waffle. That's right. And so Waffle's reaction is to hide in the corner. Bury his face. Whoa. Oh. And there's something so sweet about Harry being like, he's right there. You're a dog. Can't you smell him? Yeah. To which new dog is just as pleased as Punch. He's so pleased. Here he is on a bed with a boy. Life is great. Yes. All... No longer with the eldritch eyeball. <laughs> All we've ever wanted from life. Yeah. But Harry has a plan. Yeah. Make the dog wear the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> for a great picture. The helmet actually fits the dog a bit better. Yep. 
And I enjoy this. You know, he sticks the helmet on him. Look yeah. at Waffle. Concentrate. Do the hum, hum noise. Now, Harry's father might have thought the dog was barking at the baby squirrel climbing the tree outside the window. But Harry knew he was yes. barking at Waffle. And I love that we just tie in. Yeah. A little bit of... Like, you might you might be mistaken and think... That right. The, that the dog does not see the imaginary dog. But you would be wrong. You would be wrong. Because of course, of course. he does. Yeah. And Waffle's so excited. So excited. And off we go. And yeah. then we name the dog Bumper. <laughs> a great name for a round dog. Uh, this is These names are so classic of names. Kids name pets. Yes. That it's Waffles and Bumper and Galileo. We were allowed to name off of a list. Ah. My mother created a list and we could pick from it. Which, while less whimsical, did keep us from having stupidly named pets. Yeah, I didn't get to name any pets when I was little. All of the pets we had when I was very small came with names. My parents had a big thing of you named dogs after beautiful places in nature. Yeah. So... By the time we got to the ones we could name, this pattern had been established, so therefore, yeah. I couldn't just name a dog Lemonade. <laughs> no, like we, they, they just, they came with names until I was like 12, and then I got to name a dog, and then oh. I was like, oh, I should choose something pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, because it's either really, hmm, how'd you phrase it? Simple, usually random, a, random, simple, inanimate object, or horribly overcomplicated. Yeah. And what did you name your pretentious dog? Well, I wanted. I was really into like Irish myths and legends, mm -hmm. so I decided that her name should be Caridwen. But it turns out that that's very long, so uh -huh. instead we called her Carrie. Oh. And then it turned out that that was actually my friend's dad's name. <laughs> he was like, oh. Thanks for naming your dog after me. And I was like, it's spelled different. It's from a thing. I don't want to talk about it. I'm 12 and awkward. It's a good time. So, bumper. So, bumper. Your bumper. Oh, bumper. Good old bumper. Uh, it's a pretty good name for a dog-shaped dog, though. Oh, yeah. It, it fits his personality quite well. Yeah. I never quite got waffles for the cloud dog. Right. Other than just... It's what, we, it's what that Kid dog name. is named. The dog yep. is named Waffle because he's named Waffle. Obviously. Right? <laughs> Dad pretty much has the same expression with his child always. <laughs> and it's like tolerance. He's like, no, you. I don't think you're going to... You're not doing anything life-threatening. This is fine. It's like, I don't... Don't be a killjoy. Don't yeah. be a killjoy. He's doing exercise. He's got a friend, like right. every it's it's fine. You, you bought him a dog. You can't be surprised when he runs up and down. It's like he's doing <laughs> yeah. his own parent conference in his head. <laughs> and then they run past Matilda and Galileo. Or actually, they run past Matilda Gold, who was sitting next to something purple, which I don't call that color purple. It's magenta, fairly, yeah, fuchsia, it's pretty pink. I love that she had a sombrero, though, in that color. <laughs> right? And that the lizard is wearing it, and she's got her maracas, and they're both like, what is happening? Which, 
the most normal thing is happening. It's just a boy running down the street with a dog. Yep. But they both act like something is really... That, that the boy running down the street is weird and not the girl with maracas next to the purple lizard in a sombrero. Oh. And uh, Waffle is blending in with the clouds even more in this picture. And then we run... Okay. Then Harry and Bumper and Waffle bound down the steps past Harry's father and out the front door. Then they run past the Pepper Factory and through what? the park. Oh. Yes. Where do they live? I mean, maybe that that's why he worked at the Pepper Factory, because it was like, first block, Matilda. Second block, Pepper Factory. And then at the corner of the Pepper Factory is the park. All right, but I'm going to flip to the Pepper Factory, and the background is quite the downtown city like I mean, I don't scale. know what city planning is like here. They just seem to live in the most classic suburban neighborhood, and yeah. then a Pepper Factory. Also, if he is as young as he potentially is, that seems very far away yes. to run by an industrial area. Yes. But they did. They ran and ran and ran and played together a long time. So it does sound like we've made some distance, but I don't know. It seems awfully yeah. young. And then Waffles just kind of blends into the sky. He, he leaps up into the sky to chase a passing cloud. He looked like a cloud dog with misty ears flapping. So then he is, we do acknowledge that he does in fact look like a cloud. And Waffle raced after the cloud, woofing happily, and was gone. And Anka doesn't like that. No! No, it's like, it, it's the perfect thing imaginary no, friends are supposed to be. It's the right ending for this book. It's the right message for how to imaginary friend. All yeah. of this is correct, but that is a dog that you loved, and now the dog is gone. And that is a problem regardless of the, I, I cannot help it. I, I am aware that it is, but it like, it's just, it's a, it's a, I can't. Mm. <laughs> but it's, a, it's exactly what imaginary friend is supposed to be. It's yes. supposed to be there to get you through potentially a hard time. Yeah. And then or a dogless time, a dogless time. And then not to cause them complication or problem yeah. just to kind of mist away yeah but it's a dog and what i really liked is harry was happy that waffles was happy yes it's not about waffles saying goodbye and passing out no harry harry's like oh i i had you because you needed me and now i've let you go yes no it's great it's like it's such a good ending for this book and it is always it's very tricky i think to write an imaginary friend in a way that doesn't cause conflict and also doesn't cause like that, that ends in a way that makes sense. And that isn't like, I have a unicorn, look at my unicorn, the unicorn's great. And everyone's like, you don't have one though. Yeah. And then you just never acknowledge the fact that you have an imaginary unicorn. Imaginary friends. Like they're, they're real tricky. They are not just in literature, but in, in real life. life. Yeah. Because if your kid has come to the place where they have created an imaginary friend, it, I am not a child psychologist, <laughs> but it often feels to me part of like, there's a little bit of a loneliness mm -hmm. and a little bit of needing an interaction yeah. that you can't have. Although like uh, my friend Leslie had an imaginary friend and the imaginary friend was a part of a lot of our games. 
like a surprising number of our yeah. games involved Monka, the imaginary friend. How was it in interacting with someone else's imaginary friend? Weird. <laughs> Fair. And it was mostly like, Monka has been captured, we must save her. Okay. Rather than like, you have to have a conversation with this person you can't see or hear. I had an imaginary friend, Goldie. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure I necessarily interacted with her so much as it was a character that yeah. I could like create stories around. Yeah. I essentially wrote stories about me and Goldie. Of course. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Surprising no one who's met Katie in person. I'm not so bad at coming up with a story on the fly. <laughs> Done so a couple of times to amusement. Yes. So, but uh, yeah, imagine, yeah, imaginary friends are tricky. And it's tricky to write. I think it's probably tricky to write a story for kids about an imaginary friend that's not about like the kids in your class make fun of you because yes. you have an imaginary friend. Because that's a different problem. And it feels like the go-to theme yeah. of if you're writing an imaginary friend book. Yeah. Whereas this is like, you could have one for a bit and probably after they'll be gone and it won't be a big deal. Like, it's cool to imagine a friend yeah. and it's cool to let the friend go. And like, it's all cool. It's I, imagination. I think Good there's job. also a nice distance because it's imaginary pet. Yes. Because there's lots of kids who want a specific type of pet. Yeah. And can't have it. Yeah, and for lots of very valid reasons. Yes. Not a match. And so, because he's clearly friends with Matilda. Yeah. He gave her, her a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't seem like he's missing friends. He just wants a dog. He wants a dog so bad. And so he imagines a dog, which is great. Yeah. But it's dog-shaped, and then it goes away. And this feels, feel, mm, this makes me feel sad. Despite the fact that it is correct and also good. How many days do you think he's had waffles? Because lots of kids will like play a game and in this yeah. game we have an imaginary tiger. Yeah. And at the end of the game, the tiger is gone. gone. And that's fine. Waffle lasted for a while, I think. It does feel that way. I mean, because he... Months, possibly? Possibly. At least weeks. At least weeks because Waffle is around for a while and then... We lose the job at the factory, and then a week later, we get the ping pong factory job, and that's when we get another we get dog. So it's at least, I'd say it's at least three weeks, at a sort of minimum. Every time I read this, I always assume there's one more page yeah. about the trans transition of our imaginary dog to our real dog. Mm -hmm. And I wonder... I guess I want two more pages of like all three of them playing together and then Waffles slowly kind of isn't there. Yeah. But for a story and related this to kids, is right. it, it, it's easier to just kind of poof I it think, off. I think, go ahead. It, yeah, I think that's right. I think what I want is instead of the last page yes. being, because so the ha last page is a lovely picture of Harry reading to Bumper and Bumper's mm -hmm. all curled up around him. And it's like, it's a lovely image and I, it's, I like it very much. And it's a good ending because it's the comfort of a real dog around you. Yeah. But what I actually want there instead is just a page of like waffle being a really happy cloud dog. Possibly, possibly with Harry and Bumper playing in the corner. Possibly or... not. Possibly just 
sky and cloud waffle. I, I kind of like what I want. A, a Harry and Bumper like sleeping, mm -hmm. and you're just seeing through the window a very happy. Yeah. Now there's been a, a beautiful illustration on the last page with Waffle of him being truly part of the sky. Yeah, it's he's, great. He seems to be chasing a plane. Yes. But, yeah, it feels like you want one more Happy to, like, waffle image. ease the blow. Even though Waffle seems Perfectly pleased. Yeah. I did have this feeling a little bit, not so much that Harry has left, but Waffles has run away, which is yeah. the worst thing. Right. That I feel like even worse than the death of a pet is your pet running ran away. away and everything. Yeah. Because it is. It's it's Waffle was chasing a cloud, and Waffle just kept chasing that cloud. Yeah. And then he was gone. B but Harry is happy, happy and, and Waffle is happy, so it's obviously not a problem. But, yeah, I think maybe that's... Anyways. Like I said, this is a book we've had for a while. Avery likes it. It's a real medium mm -hmm. roster. We didn't have a chance to reread it for this. It's never bothered her. Yeah. She likes the book. It's a fun time. Mm -hmm. Waffle runs off. That's cool. And it makes me wonder if our deep feelings are more about being adults and looking back. Entirely possible. <laughs> Because she's never been like, oh no, but Waffles. It all happened the same day. Yeah. We can't see Waffles. We now we can see Waffles. waffles. We go to the park. Waffle is gone. Yeah. And I feel like for the amount of effort but of getting them together, just if, one more day. But if we are acknowledging that some might say that he couldn't see Waffle. Yes. Then you wouldn't really want to give it a couple more days to make it more obvious that Bumper actually can't see Waffle. Because what if Bumper really was just barking at the squirrel? And we're just playing and frolicking in the park with our new boy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wrote fascinating there. Always feels like the page is going to eat the story. <laughs> <laughs> Only... Only in the sense of, like, it's a great story. The art, I think, is definitely... The art is very big for the amount of story there is, maybe. And I feel like the art is the star. Yeah. Because it layered... The story isn't that weird. No. But the art... Makes it weird. In a nice... In a good way. Yeah, it's a good marriage of it. But yeah. I think sometimes Like, the if art... the lizard just looked like a lizard and was the same lizard every time, I would not be nearly as charmed by the lizard. No, and Avery does like to point out the lizard on every page, because how can you not? Because the lizard is great. And I'm always distracted by the Triceratops lamp on yeah. every page. I'm always like, what's the lamp doing? <laughs> so I do... Yes. I think the art's really wonderful. I think it's really lovely. I think it adds. Every once in a while, I'm like, does it overwhelm the right. story? Yeah, there's not really rhythm and rhyme. There's good no. emphasis shown yes. in the like different size text stuff, which we like. And it's also sparing enough. Yeah, it's not on every page. It's not always happening. So that when you do it... You know you mean it. There's maybe a little bit more woofing than I really want to do as an adult reading. <laughs> but small, small critique. Yeah. 
Katie, what's the moral of the story? Oh, that's a good question. Maybe if your job is impacting your life and the life of your children, it's time to find a new job. Hmm. Not bad. Not bad. What do you, what do you got? Hmm. You should talk to your child about the pet they want before bringing one home. Yeah. Don't just surprise someone with a pet. It's never the answer. No. It's... Even if you have to deal with a child who's very excited about the prospect of that pet once you've had the conversation. Which I can, I can see how that would be a lot. But like, a surprise pet... It never works. It's not the answer. I, I don't know. Like, if there's that small moment, it was like, if your kid's been saying they want a puppy and saying they want a puppy and saying they want a puppy, bringing home a puppy is great. But like, what if it's the wrong kind of puppy? You know. Yeah. I've, yeah. But like, bringing home a different pet. Yeah, a different animal no. than the one that has been discussed at nauseum seems uh, like a bad move. I feel like there's been enough episodes about M-Kid shows about this that his dad should have known. Yeah. Should have seen it coming. Yeah. If you want a dog, really a lizard. It's not the same thing. No. They don't, they don't fill the same void. No. Because re reptiles don't want to be your friend. They really, really. don't. <laughs> they like it, you for your warmth sometimes. Isn't that snuggly? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Galileo does like popping on her head. Mm-hmm. Like, do I have another moral guess? I mean, the a real moral guess would be like, it's great to have an imaginary friend while you need them, and it's also good to let them go. But, like, that's not a fun moral. No. That's just sort of real. <laughs> How boring is that? Do you think Harriet is a weird kid in his world? Yes. I think so. He just... I think, yeah. I think he's just a, I think he's a kid who probably lives in his own head a lot anyways. I like how completely unapologetic he is yeah. about being himself. Weird. Yeah. Like, I think it's probably good that we don't spend any time at school. Yeah. It's nice that we're not like, Harry is a weird kid and he does weird stuff. But I think he is weird. Yeah. And like the, the glee with which he spends his day wearing that helmet covered <laughs> in garbage. God, he's like, so happy. He's so happy in that helmet, which is so great. But it's not super standard headwear mm -mm. for your life. And other kids don't always appreciate you for your imagination. No. And so I think if I had to, like, really guess some more, I was like, just just go on being you. Yeah. Like, he, this kid is so himself and so happy. Yep. If you can't make the world you want, imagine the world you want. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Not a full moral. Clearly, thinking on my feet. He can't have a dog, and it sucks on his yeah. dogless day. But then he creates his own dog, and there's something really great about, like, if life's not working for you, make it work for you. Like, yes. Cre create your own solution. Sorry, extra ASMR is happening. I didn't mean to. It's the, pla the plastic wrap cover. Yeah. The library book. Yes. Engagement! 
Tell us about your imaginary pet. Please. Maybe do a drawing. Ooh. You could send, you could tag us in your drawing on the Instagram. We are at Peter Rabbit Hole. If you're not on Instagram, feel free to email it to us at thepeterrabbithole at gmail.com. And perhaps we will post any fan mail we receive on our website, www.peterrabbithole.com. God, that was just a professional. I'm so like... <laughs> I'm channeling the end of PBS Kids episodes. <laughs> what i'm doing oh wait we we gotta end it for reals okay bye <laughs> <laughs> oh